good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked. And today, my guest is Jelly Nolden, or Jelly something or other. She's a microbiologist and has done way more actual research into viruses than I could ever dream. That's kind of what she does for a living. Now, with the outbreak of the coronavirus, I want to speak to someone who has more knowledge on the subject than I do, and luckily, I have access to people like Jelly Nolden who can give me information, provide good, smart, useful information that we can share with the rest of the world. By the way, shout out to Coach Tyler Basil of Iron Asylum for being the microbiologist plug. If not for her, I would have had no way of knowing that Jelly does microbiology as a profession. I just thought she was cool. Uh, Now I know that she's cool and she's got a grown-up job. You got to appreciate someone who has a grown-up job. All right. And her grown-up job is microbiology. Also, she's got a very cool side hustle and we will talk about that a little bit later on the podcast. But if you're thinking about cleaning up your diet, hint, hint, that's for you. All right. Shout out to my supporters, Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive in lovely Soldatna. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, as well as their Iron Asylum website, which is located at the Iron Asylum Gym AK.com. They carry supplements as well as those super duper cool fuck cancer shirts. Profits from those shirts go to Harold, one of our super duper sweet ass local residents who is battling colon cancer. Um, I was at the Iron Asylum yesterday. I did not go this morning. This morning I went to jujitsu. I go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at AK49, and I'll get to that later. Uh, but yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can find me at Iron Asylum at 5 o'clock in the morning with the rest of the zombie squad. Shout out to the zombie squad, you beautiful humans. Call 907-953-4720 for more information. That number again, 907-953-4720. Or you can stop by the Loved AK. That is the store that is also in Iron Asylum. All right, Red Run Cannabis Company, located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the makers of fine concentrates. Be sure to check out their Instagram for pictures of sweet-ass diamonds. And no, I am not talking about essentially worthless rocks that come from the dirt, you morons. These people are dying over nothing. But no one's dying over these diamonds either because they're awesome. They're cannabis diamonds. They're super-duper pure THC, and they look like diamonds, hence the name. All right, uh, as we speak... The Hashade is being... They carry flour from Alaska Bloom, they carry flour from Warner Brothers, and they carry a whole bunch of stuff from Lady Grey. If you're not familiar with Lady Grey, they do high-quality ingredient edibles. All right. Uh, For more information on Red Run Cannabis Company, you can go to their website, redruncannabiscompany.com, and you can check out Weed Maps for their current menu. All right. Shout out to 5150 Vapes located in the heart of Soldatna. They are your home for flavored nicotine juices, mods, shatter batter, and your exclusive home for woke and baked merchandise. All right, be sure to check out Alaska Red's YouTube page. Freestyle Friday is upon us, and the Monday leak are both in full swing. This week's single was Work from Deep the Lyricist. And, of course, Alaska Red, because it's his Monday leak. So every Monday, he's releasing a new song, and every Friday, he's dropping a new freestyle. So if you are interested in finding out, you know, you want to throw topics out there, Red will rap about the topics that you submit to him, which is pretty cool. I do it on a pretty regular basis. I'll throw out an artist, or I'll throw out a weird topic, and he'll rap about it. Bless his heart. So if you want to get in on this, Get in on this. It's easy. It's just you go to his YouTube page or you go to his Instagram page and you, you put down your information and you go from there. You, you you know you say what you want him to talk about and then he talks about. But he does it in rap form, so that's pretty damn cool. All right, so uh, real quick uh, before we go any further, Alaska hip hop is now in full swing. Uh, well, not in full swing. It's it's getting there. It's getting to where it needs to be. I'm having some home internet issues, but those are being resolved. Uh, Bun B is going to be in Coots on March 28th. That is confirmed. We are working on getting him on the podcast, and it seems more and more possible every day. All right. Last but not least, before I, I get to the podcast, the important stuff, why we're all here. Uh, the Schnitzel Bomber, located on the corner of K Beach and Poppy, rated 5 out of 5 on Facebook, and the last time I checked, they were the highest 
rated restaurant in our community on Yelp. If you go through and you mention the podcast, they will show you love. That's all you gotta do. Go through the uh, go through the drive-through at the Schnitzel Bomber and say, hey, da-da-da-da-da, I heard about this on Woken Baked. Get some love. They're good. They're good people like that. They give you a whole bunch of food, and it's all delicious. It's all like put you to sleep food or clean your gut food, but you can ask them to freestyle and put something together for you on the spot. You can tell them you want, you're doing keto. They'll hook you up. They're good folks. All right. Now, without further ado, it is da, 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 Jelly Nolden, a.k.a. Jelly Good Prep on Facebook. Not Facebook, Instagram. She's Jella Good Prep on Instagram. So I'm just trying to get some levels right now. So Jelly Nolden. That is me. That is you. All right, so Jelly Nolden, if you had to name your favorite movie from your childhood. Not your favorite kids movie, but your favorite movie from your childhood. Could you do it? Oh, definitely. It's uh, My Neighbor Totoro. I've never heard of that. It's like a we, like it's like it's a weird Japanese animation movie. I used to watch it like gangbusters all the time when I was little. Um, What's the plot? It, it's like, <laughs> it's like this big, <laughs> like, <laughs> Panda type, like animal creature thing. This little girl like makes friends with it. And you know, she's going through like some hard stuff. Her family moves, her mom passed away a while ago. And it's kind of like, you know, this like big creature kind of like helps her move on and stuff like that. It's like, it has a really good moral. It's really cute, so. Sounds a lot like Dark City. I. What is that? Okay, so it's a movie, if I recall correctly, starring uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. And when people fall asleep, their world just kind of changes around. It's it's pretty fucked up, actually. It sounds nothing <laughs> like your panda movie. And it, I wouldn't recommend it for children. I would rem- I'd recommend it for people who are tripping balls. Okay. Like, yeah, because there's a lot of weird like puzzle scenes. And it's mm-hmm. just like worlds are being changed around while yeah. people are asleep. You know, like all of a sudden your whole universe changes. Nice. Yeah, yeah, a, nothing like your panda. That's poker. a rude awakening right there. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Uh, so speaking of, of rude awakenings and good mornings. All right, so Jelly, I've asked you here today because you are, well, tell me what you do. So I technically, I am a medical laboratory scientist who is a microbiology technician. So I've been working in microbiology for probably about three years now. Um, which speak up a little bit. I've been working in microbiology for probably three years now, and um, my day-to-day is basically processing specimens for be it like anything from a human body, be it tissue, urine, blood, like whatever the doctor decides to pull out of you, basically. I process it, and then I plate it on, you know, like petri plates, grow bacteria, figure out what the bad guy is, and then do all the antibiotic susceptibilities to it. We also do uh, PCR and molecular testing with bacteria and viruses. So that's kind of my whole gig. Okay, and that's kind of why I brought you in today. By the way, before we go any further, I want to say shout out to uh, Tyler Basil for telling me that you were a microbiologist. <laughs> um, so very shout out to, to Coach Tyler over mm-hmm. at uh, Iron Asylum. Mm-hmm. All right, so the coronavirus, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? So, um, Coronaviruses, they're like a type of viruses. They're, it's not new. Um, there are four like really known uh, types of coronavirus that infect humans. And we actually, we do test for those at the hospital. So there's four big strains. Um, they typically come from animals. And obviously they have, can infect humans as well. That's the big deal right now. Um, and it's basically just like a virus that just makes you feel like shit you know it's like a respiratory like you have a cough it's kind of like a cold but more uh, respiratory symptoms and it's it's not i wouldn't say it's as bad as the flu but it can turn into a pneumonia which can be worse than the flu so Mm -hmm. 
So um, what are some of the symptoms that people might start feeling if they're coming down with a coronavirus or like the flu? Uh, definitely a fever. That's the big one, especially that people are looking out for right now. Um, coughing is another big one. You don't really, you know, you don't really cough when you have the flu. Um, kind of just a general feeling of like you're not feeling super hot, really. And uh, some respiratory distress that people have described, like having trouble breathing, you know, like wheezing, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, what makes the coronavirus so scary? I think what makes it scary is obviously, obviously it's spreading like crazy. You know, um, we're hearing about it all over and I don't think that people know a lot about it. Cause you know, when you hear about the flu, you're like, oh yeah, that's the flu. I know. I kind of know what that is, et cetera, et cetera. And the thing is, is like, People are dying from this. We don't know a whole lot about it. It's relatively new, and suddenly there's a shitload of people infected, and then people are now dying. It's kind of like, whoa, where did this come from? You know what I mean? Like, this came really suddenly and really fast, and we don't, obviously, we don't have a vaccine for it yet. You know, like, there's a flu vaccine. There's, like, kind of measures that we've done to prevent that, but this coronavirus, it's it's kind of like so new and also taking people out pretty quickly. It's kind of like, oh shit, like where did this come from? What's the turnover on it? Like if someone is infected, how long, what's the incubation period? A week incubation period. So, uh, So somebody could be infected and then not really expressing symptoms for like up to a week. So that's kind of scary in itself. You know, like people are so, um, able to infect others, et cetera, et cetera, for up to a week before they actually even know that they have the virus. Some of the people that have been diagnosed with this strain of coronavirus uh, are people now who've never been to China and haven't really had any contact mm-hmm. with it. So um, I, I don't know where this leads. As, as a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. like, there's so much going on worth looking at, and there are so many questions that, that need to be asked, whether it's the uh, Umbrella Corporation <laughs> and the, the biomedical unit of Wuhan, uh, in, uh, Wuhan uh, sharing a logo. I will say this about Wuhan, and this is, this is probably my favorite bit of trivia for that city. Mm-hmm. Uh, previous to... Um, to 1997's Wu-Tang uh, Forever, it was just called Han. Uh, the <laughs> town was named Han in 1983 in tribute to Han Solo. <laughs> so in uh, in 1997, after Triumph came out, they added the Wu. So now you have the, the incredible uh, an almost unholy combination Seriously. of the Wu-Tang Clan and Star Wars. Those universes <laughs> have been bridged by this, uh, by this city. Um, let's talk a little bit about where the virus, where we, what we know about where it came from. Uh, a, a meat market yeah. in uh, in Wuhan, mm-hmm. where apparently you could buy koala. I don't know if you could you buy can, like yeah. live koala or there's... if it's just koala meat. Like I don't know if there's like a dude who's like that's that's some. That's how I, I know it's koala. Like, that's like, the way the muscles trust are. Trust me on this one. Trust me on this yeah. one. It's koala, bro. <laughs> um, but can you, and could you just buy a, the whole koala, like, not dead? Like, if you're like, yo, I just want, like, a like a, like a a cool dog. Just, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, and we're, like, I mean, I guess they have to get them from Australia. They have to rescue them now. Yeah. You know, just, so <laughs> give them better life, maybe, than in a bushfire. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. We're going to have boiled uh, koala or, or or the baked koala. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's You just drop it in the boiling yeah, water. It just could. it screams like a lobster. It's, del- it's so tender. A nice hollandaise sauce. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Just, Oh, they've got to because they're they all they eat is eucalyptus, and yeah. they've got to be like good for you. Like it's got to do good stuff yeah, for you. Yeah, there can't be a lot of fat on that. Yeah, I'm sure know? it's I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah. But but if you are if you were able to make it to the that market before mm-hmm. the uh, you know before the breakout, you mm-hmm. could have rescued some super sweet koalas. Mm-hmm. There you could have started a koala farm and and, and gave us all the koalas. Koala back. jerky. Oh, there you go. Man. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like if you can get ostrich jerky, you should be able right? to get koala you jerky. You can get like alligator and crocodile. Like, why does one animal have more value than the other? Either either we're all shit or none of us are. Like, I mean, 
I'm not saying that we should eat Terry Crews, <laughs> but like there, I'm sure like there are some well marbled people out there. Oh yeah, like if some vegans, some mm-hmm. some dudes and gals that only eat berries. Oh hell yeah, Very delicious. Delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spring vegan. I prefer spring vegan rather than a fall vegan. <laughs> but, but yeah, in this meat market, they were saying it, it was like primarily a fish market is what I've heard. But they also sold like lots of exotic meats. From what I've heard is they're thinking it came from bats or even snakes. That was what I had read as mm-hmm. well. Um, what's being commonly reported is that it's it's bats and snakes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, someone someone else made a point on the tinfoil hat podcast. I believe it was tinfoil hat mm-hmm. that this happens in in like the year of the the rat, right? And and the bat is essentially a flying okay. rat. Okay. So um, so this this breaks then. There have been a lot of um, again, I'm a conspiracy guy. So there are a lot of names that get linked to uh, coronaviruses. There were, uh, there was a um, an organization. And I'm going to butcher this shit up. Oh, um, but they actually have a, a patent on a coronavirus on different uh, on because there you said before there are different types of coronaviruses. Mm-hmm. But you can patent a virus. You can create a virus and patent that virus. Now you own it. And if you sell the, you can now distribute the vaccine for free. And then, uh, or I'm not distribute the vaccine for free. You can distribute the virus for free mm-hmm. uh, and then sell the vaccine. Like the virus doesn't exist before. Now you made it, mm-hmm. and you can now now you can sell it. Like there, that that virus wasn't gonna kill anyone before because it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Now you made it in a lab, and it seems like it's it's really easy to to blame a meat market in China, mm-hmm. uh, in a town with eleven million people. By the way. Um, that city's been quarantined, but not before five million people got out. Yes. So, uh, and that goes uh, moving on to one of their officials. One of the party officials has mm-hmm. taken responsibility. What does that do at this point? My fault. Yeah. My bad, guys. Uh, probably should have put a damper on. The- I know we got tourist season coming yeah. up. We got we've got all those folks that are trying to like get those. Those animals that were that were fried in the fires, uh, you know, that that we snuck out or that we whatever, yeah. go repopulate. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a- according to the interwebs, like there are entire villages that that are being taken over by monkeys. Yeah, like because people are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, how much of a risk are we here? on the peninsula this is kind of your job this mm-hmm. is something you have that, that has to <laughs> if there's something that keeps you up at night mm-hmm. like is this something that keeps you up at night honestly no um i think that i mean obviously a lot of people are being infected by this coronavirus etc cetera, etc cetera. um i think our risk in the united states like especially in alaska i think we're, our risk is relatively low um I know in China they're talking about they're trying to like build hospitals to put all these quarantine people in and everything, but um, I I think if you like practice you know like if it were a flu season you know cover your mouth when you cough wash your hands really frequently yada yada um, basic I, hygiene yeah you know like uh, I really don't think that we have a a good chance of becoming, you know, like a, a, a hot zone or anything. Yeah. Um, you know, we have well-developed, you know, uh, Western medicine in the United States. Um, I think that if there were an outbreak, um, we would have enough resources to kind of contain it, you know, like larger hospitals and things like that. Um, Better practices, cleaner practices, maybe. Well, yeah, or you know, like um, just more resources. Yeah. I think. Um, so, personally, I'm not. You know, it doesn't keep me up at night. Um, if I were traveling or anything like that, personally, I would wear a mask and like disinfect everything, just to, because I don't know, you know, like. People are gross. Yeah, exactly. People are fucking disgusting. Yeah. All right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a person. I know how gross people... Like, don't wash your hands mm-hmm. after you go to the bathroom. Barely wipe your ass. These are... We live around disgusting people. Yes. We touch disgusting mm-hmm. things all the time. Door handles? Door handles are nasty. Yeah. 
and I. I've got. I gotta lick yeah. my hands after I pet it because it's just because uh, <laughs> we got that enzyme. It's the same enzyme yeah. that dogs have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, just, it sanitizes everything. And I mean, yeah, I work with bacteria like all day. Like I know how gross people can be. Or, <laughs> which which leads me to a, a question that I didn't know that I would be getting to this early in mm-hmm. the podcast. A uh, food prep by jelly. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we're talking about this. All the, the bacteria that are killing us. <laughs> And the bacteria that you touch and and uh, play with on a daily basis. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotta I love like, it. How'd you get into food prep? Um, well, I personally, like, I do it myself, you know. I just started doing it for myself because it's way easier. Like, I just, I will meal prep for myself, like, two weeks to up to a month at a time. Throw all that shit in the freezer. And then I don't have to think about making dinner that night or making my lunch the next morning for work and everything because i'm a pretty busy person in general so that just takes that out of the equation which is really nice and then um you know i started posting about it on instagram or whatever and then people asked me if i could do it for them too so that's kind of what i'm doing right now so it's pretty good you gotta appreciate the the side hustle. Like that's a, <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's a dope thing. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I appreciate the hell out of everyone more when I find out that they've got like a side hustle. Side. They've got an extra way to to make some money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, have you? How's the response been? It's been great. Um, I've I have like a few weekly clients that I you know have a set meal schedule for them each week and everything. And I've actually I've had to turn a few people away because. It's, you know, it's too full. Like, there's... I can't be making, like, 70 meals a week. You know, like, I have a full-time job, man. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's been really great. Um, a lot of people have been really cool about it, super understanding. Like, I have a busy schedule, so people will meet up with me, you know, to get their their food, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah, really just, cool. just slanging them birds. Slanging them, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> good next, for you. Next up on the menu is koala. Um, a true story, <laughs> as it as it should be. Like, um, have you followed the fires in Australia? A little bit. I haven't. Probably not as much as you know. I'd like to admit, but you know. So, and and I again, I haven't done a whole lot of research mm-hmm. into this one, but allegedly, uh, and if you look at the way the fires lined up in California, it's all along the like a high speed rail track, like mm-hmm. a planned high speed uh, railway. Interesting. Yeah, they've also arrested a bunch of people for starting those fires. Those, those, uh, those wild brush fires. Oh my god! Yeah, that's horrid. So, going back to the coronavirus, um, do you? What is the possibility that um, that, like we were talking about before, like the that this is something that the vaccine was created before the disease was? I actually, I don't know because. And why does Bill Gates tie back into all of this? <laughs> um. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like uh, vaccines for viruses are kind of funky anyways, because when you're making a vaccine for a virus, you know, the virus is in like putting itself in your cells. So you have to be careful when you're making a vaccine. So you're not just wiping out people's like, own host cells, you know? Um, and that's what I think is kind of interesting because you have to know that what you're targeting is that virus and only that virus. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you need to know the like genomic structure of this virus. You need to know a fucking lot about this virus before, you know, you can go injecting this vaccine into people because you don't want to you know harm their own host cells so what is what's interesting is like this this virus is pretty new we don't know that much about it they kind of like just gave it allegedly a name. yeah yeah so so it's kind of and we there's already developments in a vaccine like they i'm gonna call it the belinda virus <laughs> bill and melinda just mm-hmm. just getting it out there so it's kind of that aspect is interesting to me i would say so Mm -hmm. this isn't yeah this isn't the one that terrifies me Mm -hmm. right but when it's the one that that does come that that is that that in 
that is that weaponized one. That's gonna. That's where it's gonna get ugly. That's where mm-hmm. we're gonna get in our new Spanish flu. Um, but we're also like you. You mentioned earlier. We're talking about a hundred years of technology between the, the Spanish flu, and and where we are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spanish flu wiped out a ton of people. The bubonic plague t- knocked out a ton of people. Maybe maybe Mother Nature is using the bats to get us back. <laughs> I mean, I I saw some videos online of what looked. What appeared to be people suffering from this fact. They were throwing up blood, mm-hmm. essentially Jeez. shit in their pants mm-hmm. on the train. Looked pretty rough, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then I thought, I was also, it might have been a little high. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, that's the death that most of us deserve. Like, throwing up blood and shitting ourselves in public. <laughs> like, that's... It's um, it's one that lets us know that we've gone too far in our lack of humility. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. that we're we've come to a place in our world where we're just gonna videotape you dying um, on a bus Seriously? and share it. Like, um, I mean, we don't know what to do this, to help yeah, you. Yeah, this nameless person, like, yeah, that's that's you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're on Live Leak now, bud. Mm. You're immortalized <laughs> on the internet. Your virus has gone viral. Oh my god. Um, but some of the things that have come out, and I'm sure you've seen some of these numbers as well, something like 90,000 actually infected yes. in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. You're talking about our healthcare, their healthcare professionals, their doctors, mm-hmm. their nurses, these people that are coming in contact with them. Um, the people that have to go clean up these these places. Um, you're cleaning up the, the, the buses. You're cleaning up the trains after the guy puked Puking to death. shit everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, you run a high risk of getting sick. No matter how many times you wash your hands, mm-hmm. just because that's your job. Oh yeah. Um, dudes in hazmat suits pulling bodies out of buildings. Um, but when you have 11 million people stacked on each other, um, you know it, it's like it's like if being in the gym. You know, if 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 you if you go into a to a gym that's not well maintained, that's not cleaned on a regular basis. By the way, shout out to Iron Asylum. <laughs> They're sanitary as fuck. Um, yeah. You know, you you run the risk of one person gets sick, everybody, everybody gets sick. Everybody gets sick, for um, sure. And that was, um, you know, in, in the military, you had nine people living in a room. You had to take care of yourself. You had to make sure you exercised. You had to make sure you were eating more properly, getting fresh air, uh, getting out of the house, making sure you were washing your hands. Mm-hmm. So um, what would you tell people if they're, if they're going to prepare for something, right? If they're... Worst case scenario, we get some coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Those folks that touched down in Anchorage mm-hmm. gave us the CV, gave us gave us the Belinda virus. The CV, baby. Um, if you know, if we did have an outbreak here or anything, I would still have like relatively the same advice: wash your hands like gangbusters. You know, if there was an outbreak here, I would personally probably wear a mask whenever I went out. You know. Um, just be cautious, you know, like, um, most viruses are spread by, uh, droplet transmission, which is, um, like bodily secretions, fluids, things like that. So it's like, if somebody coughs, that's, they can spread it through droplet transmissions through their So, mm-hmm. so don't make out with a stranger don't who just got back from China mm-hmm. and is coughing. Don't let anybody spit in your eyes either. That's <laughs> note to self. Uh, I have to talk to the missus. <laughs> and that's and they were saying uh, the doctor in China that passed away from treating people, he said uh, that he thinks he got it because he wasn't wearing protective goggles when he was treating people, and so people are like, oh, like you can get it through your eyes. Da-da-da-da. It's not like somebody like looks at you in your eye and you get the coronavirus or anything. It's through that. It's not like gingers taking yeah, salts. Yeah, you know, right. like it's it's through that. Uh, it's because your eyes are another mucous membrane. You know, just like your mouth, et cetera, et cetera. Um, your nostrils. They're another open pathway, basically, to the inside of your body. So it's like if somebody coughs, and you know you're right in front of them, that could get in your eyes. Yeah. But that's just another mucous membrane. It's the same as if it got in your mouth. 
You know what I mean? I'm going out in all my welding space. <laughs> I'm going to wear yeah, my welding respirator. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to see anything. I'm going to have the full shield on. I shouldn't but, be driving, but, but it'll look... But you'll be safe. I'll be safe. In, yeah. If not in one way, then the other. True story. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, um, one of the downsides of welding... And I love welding. Mm-hmm. Have you ever welded? I have not. It's pretty cool. Super glue and hot metal. Mm-hmm. You got a wise man once said to me, if you're going to learn to be a good welder, you should learn to be a good grinder. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Welding boogers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get these these like metallic. I mean, I'm glad that. I mean, I wear a respirator, but I mm-hmm. still get those welding boogers. Welding boogers. It's gross. Yeah. It's really gross. Huh. I've never heard that term. Yeah, I didn't but, really. I don't, it might not be a term. It just. But I'm sure. I'm sure I'm not the first to say it. Yeah. There, okay. I yeah. mean, someone else has probably referred to it as a welding or a slag booger or something <laughs> like that. Well, yeah, it's like the stuff that forms on top of the the metal after you weld. So interesting note. Um, I believe it was the To the Stars Academy. It was one of Tom DeLonge's companies, right? Mm-hmm. They spent thirty mil or not thirty million. That's a lot of money. Thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars on a mystery metal. That turned out, I believe, to or they think mm-hmm. they came out and said it's slag. So like some welder just made thirty grand like, off Tom DeLong. Oh my like, gosh! <laughs> I, I hope it was like some dude. I I want to meet the guy. I yeah, want to meet the incredible. guy that. Yeah, it's like you fucking conned us out of all those shitty Blink One Eighty Two records. Um, yeah, we were just in it for Travis, bro. Mm-hmm. We we're just in it for Travis. Or are we? I don't know. Um, yeah. It's an interesting guy, that Tom DeLong. Do, yeah, very much so. Um, have you followed any of the the to the, the, the Stars Academy, the the Tic Tac video? No, I have not. I've I've heard about like the path that he's kind of gone but, on after the band. So but. he um, so he founded To the Stars Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he writes books about uh, secret machines, uh, basically about secret technology that comes from the aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic. But a lot of the things that he's come out and, and talked about are things that have come to pass, like things he said he was going to do, like the release of that Navy footage of the, um, the little Tic Tac. And it's essentially, yeah, it looks like a little a little Tic Tac, little breath mint flying through the air, going real, real fast mm-hmm. and uh, turning on a dime. Oh, and not emitting any exhaust. So then that video came out. Mm-hmm. Um, that Navy commander has been on like the Joe Rogan experience. Da, 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 da. Um, and yeah, so like he's gone to, he's done some in, and said some interesting things and spent 30,000 and $30,000 to him is like t-shirt yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Like he was, they, um, they had a, a t-shirt company. They used to sell it. Uh, PacSun. I used to work yes. at PacSun. Yes. And they yeah, sold yeah. those Atticus lines. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, this dude was making $30 yeah. for these shitty t-shirts, mm-hmm. you know, even then. By the way, uh, shout out to the Woken Bake t-shirts. You can buy them at uh, 5150 Vapes. We've also got the new line of Woken Bake t-shirts mm-hmm. coming. Um, the robots are coming. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty, that's I'm, I'm looking to get some cease and desist letters. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the meme about the, um, uh, if you flip the Chicago Bulls logo upside down, uh, it looks like a robot making love to a crab. Yes. Actually. Yeah. I made that a t-shirt. It's, yeah, that, oh my gosh. <laughs> I made it a t-shirt. <laughs> and it's and it's like the Reddit robot too. Mm-hmm. So it's great. That, that it's is got great. The little, little snoo, what's it called? I don't know. little... Mm-hmm. I don't know what they call the red robot. Yeah, um, but it's also in uh, in the Boston Red Sox colorway. So, okay. and and here's why. And uh-huh. Hear me out. This this it gets funky. Um, so, are you familiar with Boston Dynamics? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. okay. So for those of you at home who are not familiar with Boston Dynamics, they're a company that is associated with MIT, and they build robotics and they build them for the government. And they had these robot dogs. These are going to be the ones that attack us when they're protecting the food sources, uh, when they've got us in FEMA camps. Um, (laughs) They're scary. Yeah, they've got... Have you seen the parkour robot? They've got a park just bouncing off walls and shit. Yeah, it's nuts. And then they, like, knock it over... And then it just like gets right back up, and it's like, all right, well, that's gonna, that's what's gonna kill me. All right, yeah, that's, that's cool. <laughs> like, that's gonna be the thing that replaces you at the store. That's gonna be the thing that replaces all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, the robots are coming. Uh, yeah, and uh, and apparently they like crabs. I don't know. There's. <laughs> 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 These yeah. things happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you can't stop love. If that's if there's one thing. <laughs> That I've learned from Blade. Have you seen the second Blade Runner? 
No. Yeah. I've seen like 30 movies ever. Okay. I recommend Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. um, Blade Runner, the first one is great. The second one dives into the idea of man and machine making something and, and like an actual a person. Oof. Yeah. Gets heavy, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I'm going to get a little dark here real quick. It's a little early. Let's go, baby. All right. So... <laughs> Um, in the film, uh, we see Dave Batista, right? Dave Batista, who, um, are you familiar with Dave Batista? I am not. Dave Batista, the wrestler Batista. Dave, oh, the animal okay. Batista. Batista bomb. Yes. Hey. That guy. <laughs> have you seen that dude lately? I have not. Okay, so he was at the Conor McGregor, uh, fight when oh, Conor McGregor yeah. fought Cowboy. And, and there's Dave Batista, and he's got this... Big ass Illuminati tattoo on his oh. chest. Oh fuck yeah! Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> so this dude that's making movies about robot human hybrids, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and and interdimensional reptilian aliens, uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. Mm. Um, weird humanoids. Um, yeah, got a big old. And I don't, I mean, I'm sure that dude got dropped on his head a couple of times by grown men from like, from high heights. Um, he's had an MMA fight. I'm sure he's taken some blows, but I know he, I'm, I'm positive he knows exactly what he's, look up the tattoo, mm -hmm. but it gets better. Mm -hmm. His, his first time when he, he posted like the, the picture of the tattoo, um, it was on his Instagram and it looked like, you seen headshots that like actors have? Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But this was, looks like a headshot for gay porn, right? Uh -huh. And it's got his, his tattoo. Oh, yeah. And it, oh, you know, it's gosh. just him. There's no shirt. And it's black and white. And he's, he's like staring off. He's like, and it says like, something like, I can't hide who I really am. Something like that. Yeah. So it means a couple of things. Either A, so, he's like with the dark shit. Mm -hmm. Or if you're in power and you're with the dark shit, mm -hmm. you two can make something happen. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm... I don't know if you're picking up where I'm going mm -hmm. with this, but I'm willing, and and I maybe shouldn't say this because that man can spike me. He, he could kill me yeah. in a million different ways. So I hope that if he ever hears this, <laughs> he's got a sense of humor, um, or or I'm right on the money, yeah. uh, and he spikes me. But if that if that's the case, then know that he's essentially he's a, a trophy. Like if you have enough juice in the Illuminati community, uh, Dave Batista. Will make things happen for you, yeah. and I mean, you know, shout out to Marky Marks, ditto for him as well. Um, I almost feel like like guys like that have to like they've they've already sold their souls, like, mm -hmm. but they've got to refinance their or like remortgage their soul. They've already yeah. sold it, but yeah. they've got to they've got to stretch out the payment on it a little mm -hmm. bit more. Uh, and so, like every once in a while, like, have you heard the new Pearl Jam? No. Oh, I'll play it. I will play it after the podcast, and I'll leave the uh, leave a link in, to the YouTube uh, in the description. But it's the fucking worst song ever. Oh. It's if Pearl Jam made a baby with David Bowie in the mouth of Adam Levine, uh, and then tried to play it back as New Wave. It's really bad. It's horrible. Yeah, it's a terrible song. That's unfortunate. It's, a, it's speaking of Illuminati fuck trophies. <laughs> um, yeah, I it went way too dark, way too early. Jelly, thank yeah. you so much for for not punching me in the face. <laughs> um, all right, so so let's go. Let's rehash this real quick. Mm -hmm. If someone feels like they're coming down with something, they've got a fever. What should they do? Um, I would go into you know your primary doctor, et cetera, et cetera. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't go into the emergency department or anything. We can't at our hospital or even in this state, we can't test for the new coronavirus. Um, we just don't have the methods. We don't know the full genome or anything. We haven't developed a PCR test, et cetera. So just go into your doctor, um, say like, Hey, I've experienced these symptoms. Da, 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 da. Um, they can, call state epidemiology who can then get in touch with the CDC if they really think that you have a chance of contracting this virus. And um, then, you know, they can send a sample in through that, basically. But obviously, if you're not feeling great, you know, do what you would normally do. Like, take it easy. Don't go out in public very much. Don't cough on people. Practice good hygiene. Do cold showers work? 
cold showers work? You know, to cure to. Well, for, for boosting the immune <laughs> like, system. Well, well, um, I've actually heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe hop in it, take the occasional cold shower. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Blast yourself for thirty seconds <laughs> under cold water. You're not gonna die. Yeah. See how it, feels. it might like make you feel better if you have a fever. Yeah. I, I've got a, a buddy that was how he started his winter. He was jumping into Sport Lake every morning. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. He doesn't. I don't think he does that anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. I mean, you can only do it for how long before you're just bored of running around Sport Lake and then jumping into the yeah, water? And it seems like. A decent amount of time, you know what I mean? Like, to go to Sport Lake, jump in, get, you know, like, that's a, that's a little, a bit to start your day, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, like... I like, okay, so I go, um, my, my, my Monday through Friday kind of looks mm-hmm. like this. So, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I try to do jujitsu at 5 o'clock in the morning. So, mm-hmm. it, it used to be, you know, by 5 o'clock in the morning, I was at, at IA. Mm-hmm. Now, now that's kind of switched to Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like... For the matter of consistency, like getting to the gym like first thing in the morning. It's great. Getting to the, the gym before you wake up, mm-hmm. like before you know where you're at. Um, drink my water. I drink my coffee on the way to the gym. I don't feel like I need a pre-workout uh, so much. Yeah. Once I've had a, like a cup of black coffee. Um, but yeah, it gets, my, it gets my day going. And by the time I get home to like the wife and the kids and all of them, um, like I'm not waking up to kids screaming because they didn't make their lunches the night before, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm there and I can help them with their lunches. I can help them figure out their day before they have their... Because they're living their lives, man, and and they don't have their lunch. It's like, oh, fuck, you know. (laughs) I don't know what to do. You make a lunch, (laughs) but, like, you're you're eight, so, Mm -hmm. like, your brain doesn't work like that. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everything's a mini, you know, uh, a mini pain in the ass. So, Mm -hmm. like, we just figure it out. I'm able to... As a, as a dad, mm-hmm. as like a husband, I'm also like more able to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is getting up, getting her stuff going. She's a teacher, getting her shit ready for the day. Whatever she didn't knock out the night before, helping her out with mm-hmm. that. So yeah, I'm a, if you're listening to this at home and you're like, should I work out in the morning? Yeah, you should. That's what mm-hmm. I think. It's um, great. Yeah, and then then you know what? Blast yourself with thirty seconds with cold water. Yeah, right when you get done. Yeah, and then you have out. strangers cough in your mouth all day long. Yeah, you'll be yeah. fine. Spit in your eyes, all that yeah. stuff. You'll be fine. Yeah, be unless unless you know they have the coronavirus, then <laughs> or razors in their teeth. Like you don't want you don't want like people with like who've been chewing on screws to spit in your cough yeah. in your eye, or hurt. Unless you got eye pro on. Eye pro is important. Do you wear eye pro at work? I. What is that? Eye protection. Like, eye pro. Oh, I was like, eye pro? I was thinking of like GoPro. No. I don't know why. I'm sure that, like. <laughs> We're GoPro at work and sitting on the lab bench, like. <laughs> just cutting some Yeah, exactly. It's got to be really boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a biosafety hood. So that's basically, if I, if I need to, um, you know, be protected from whatever I'm working with that day, I just go under the hood, basically. Use it and it has like a, a negative airflow and everything, so that's what I use personally. So I also work in a hood, mm-hmm. a welding hood. <laughs> this hood actually. It's, it's, and, or this hood. Like I do a lot of my work in this in this iron asylum hood. Um, all right. Uh, now before we go, do you have any good music you're listening to? I know you. You took your Christmas photo, uh, your Christmas card photo in a, yes. in a Wu-Tang Clan. I, yes, I actually Twitter. made that. You made I that? I made it, yes. Oh, that's um, cool. That's so even cooler. I, yeah. It, every every time you open your mouth, I'm like, she's even cooler. Oh All my right. gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm blushing over here. But um, so I, I had this great idea where I was like, I'm going to make myself a new Christmas sweater every year. And that lasted about two Christmases. So I just keep re-wearing the Wu-Tang one, basically. But uh, <laughs> I just, I cut out, like, little pieces of felt, basically, and hand-sewed it to the sweater. And the sweater in question, it's, like, the big, you know, Wu symbol with a little Christmas hat. And I have little bees all around it. And there's little Christmas presents all around the, all that. So, uh, and I'm pretty proud of it. Like, I I bust that thing out as much as possible in December, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think uh, I think when, when I post this podcast up, like, that's the photo I'm going to oh, use for our guests. Good. Yeah, as Perfect. it should be. Um, do you have a... Um, I, I, I'm learning to, to hate the, use, the word favorite. Like, because... Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're not, like, in first grade. Like, yeah. I have shit mm-hmm. that I like. Um, if you were to point to, like, your, your top three members of the Wu-Tang Clan, though, like, who would you say and why? Oh man, I honestly don't know. 
Is that bad? No. Uh-huh. No. You know who nobody ever says is you, God. I don't think yeah. you guys. Yeah, says... I was like, I was listening to just so like some you got, and I was just like, man, <laughs> this guy gets nobody talks about him like ever or anything. Uh, however, they also don't talk about Mastakilla, and he's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I love Mastakilla. Not not one of my my top three by any measure. Mm-hmm. Like just probably the same as most people. It's in rotating order. It's like Ghostface, Ray, yes, yeah. and uh, and Jizza. Mm-hmm. Just in, as far as MCs go. Uh-huh. Um, but I like as as far as producers go, I'll even say that DJ Mathematics is probably a better beat maker than mm-hmm. um, than the Rizzo. Like Rizzo's great. Like he's he's he makes monsters. But um, I don't know if you caught the the saga continues. Um, that I that was originally supposed to be, if I understand it correctly, the history mm-hmm. of that was supposed to be a Method Man mixtape. Mm-hmm. It was just going to be like Method Man and DJ Mathematics mm-hmm. presents. Um, but then it kind of turned into this, everybody's on it. Um, and the Sean Price verse, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it's on Pearl Harbor, uh, was recorded in 2006 or 2007 when Mathematics was uh, recording an album. So Sean Price never got to hear that verse, um, which is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Like, Sean Price is, is my you know top three ever. Like my rotating top three always includes him. Like mm-hmm. the other two may or may not uh, change out, yeah. but it's... You know, Sean Price is the most consistent rapper in that list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love I love the Wu Tang Clan. I think that um, I think Mathematics is great. If you can you can dig up DJ Mathematics drum and bass remixes from the like the early '90s, because a lot of these guys were keeping you know there there was money to be made as the Wu Tang Clan's DJ, but there's more money to be made if you can make beats and you're the Wu Tang Clan's DJ. Yeah. And so seriously. he was making drum and bass beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if you're familiar with drum and bass, but it's high tempo, mm-hmm. wicked snares, guys like uh, Goldie, the Metalheads, um, just made some really, really fucking dope music. Mm-hmm. But the Wu-Tang Clan, they had their hands in everything in electronic music. And DJ Mathematics did the, the Think Different series with mm-hmm. Wu-Tang getting with um, like EDM uh, producers and then independent artists where you had guys like, um, was it J-Zone? It wasn't J-Zone. Fuck, Ari the Rugged Man and Jay Live. I believe it was Jay Live, who's uh, also a, a school teacher. And so you have like one of the most sophisticated, ignorant rappers of all time <laughs> in Ari the Rugged Man, mm-hmm. who, by the way, also has a new uh, single out um, called Legendary Loser, produced by Juju of the Beat Nuts. And, uh, and Jay Live, who's a school teacher. He's a guy. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all but that's all because of DJ Mathematics. Mm-hmm. It's like there are certain guys who uh, and gals when they reach a certain place, they're like, I'm just gonna bring a bunch of people with me. And so yeah. you've got um, you've got guys like Aesop Rock rapping on beats that were, you know, fucking could have just as easily uh, been meant for like a kill army album mm-hmm. or just some other dark some like heavy underground obscure albums some woo syndicate album mm-hmm. um but instead you've got you know these really cool west coast indie rappers on and i'm not i mean i know asap's from new york uh and the bay he's a dude who moves bless mm-hmm. his heart like um but yeah the, the fact that any of this shit exists is pretty cool it is um yeah. all right jelly nolan Nolden. 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 All right. Now, mm-hmm. folks are interested in getting some uh, some of their food prepared by the lady that works with viruses and, and stuff. <laughs> it's all kosher. Don't worry. <laughs> Is it actually kosher? No. Okay. All right. That would have been interesting. It would have been. But, yeah. Like, you know. there's a rabbi here that does that? Like, <laughs> like don't you have to have your food, like, blessed? Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... Is there a rat? There's a there's a there's good, a traveling rabbi. Good family friend, yeah, he yes. comes by. He comes by. He, he he does it. It's it's cool. It's uh, you know nothing here is ever touched uh, pork. It's almost basically halal as well. Yeah, basically, but um, but if you want any of that stuff, uh, find me on Instagram at jellagoodprep. J e l l a good prep. All right. Uh, I'll throw the link in there for, uh, awesome. as well. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank, Thank you so much you. for your energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, real positive on a really dark subject this early in the morning. <laughs> That's kind of my gig. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Hell yeah. All right. Mm-hmm.
We're gonna keep that whistle. <laughs> As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning, A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company, License 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 5A19372. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska, 99611.